everyone, and welcome to another week's edition of Hold On, Let Me Tell It Podcast, coming to you live once again from the Dongsville Podcast Studio and Toy Museum in Janes, Wisconsin. I'm Matt Marbury. With me is Sarah Barfield. Happy Friday, everybody. Yeah, and Adam Tolson. Happy Friday. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> it threw me off. I was like, wait, but oh, okay, I got it. <laughs> what I got is that this week's podcast is brought to us by Down the Street Bar and Grill, located at 967 South Jackson Street in Janesville, Wisconsin. Stop down for their weekly specials, their daily specials, all their specials. If you go down there on a Wednesday, you know, like two days ago. Uh, you get free darts all day and $3 pizzas after 7 p.m. Wow. And this week's featured beer is the original Magner's Irish Cider. Not a beer, a cider. Oh, yeah, you're right. I guess it's not. A, a hard one. Our featured drink, should yeah. I say? Okay. I think they'd start <laughs> doing liquor. I hope so. <gasps> Featured liquor. <laughs> that's good. that's when the show goes completely off the rails. <laughs> no, I think we make Feature it. liquor, Jack Daniels. <laughs> I, I think we make it through liquor. It's like when we get to moonshine. Yeah, or like I, absinthe. Yes. <laughs> or how about those um, martini freezer pops? Oh, yeah. That I don't know be. about these. <gasps> yeah. Mm, it's just like, you know, the freezer pops the kids get. Like in the plastic mm -hmm. sleeve, like the yep, yeah. But it's a but it's martini. Yeah, we wowie. Like lemon drop. I just bought some, so maybe I'll bring them. Maybe you'll be sponsored next week. <laughs> 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 so, how did you guys, uh, Adam? You had a show this yes. last weekend, and Sarah attended. I, I didn't did. attend. It yeah. was awesome. Um, a bad, bad friend. What a what a shit fuck you are. Um, so, uh, wow, yuck. sorry, just, just cuss, just putting cuss words together. Just, uh, cursing a blue streak over here. You're a real ass damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sounds way better than the first one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we had a show at Hammy's, um, never know what to expect when you get to that place. Uh, True. The first, it's been a couple of years since we played there and we never played there before. And it was in the middle of a, a snowstorm. And we're like, yeah, it's going to be dead. It's going to suck. We're not going to get invited back. And it was a great crowd. And they're like, yeah, come back whenever. And then we broke up and got back together and whatever. Um, so, yeah, f uh, Friday night we were there. Um, not a whole lot of people when we started. And the barkeep was like, all right, you guys go on at 8, right? And we're like, yeah, we usually start around 9. And they're like, customers get pissed off you don't start at eight i'm just telling you that right now and we look around the room and i'm like so i can just yell at those four people over there and be like cool if we start at nine that's it there was well we were it, it loading up it looked like that and then of course it's like every friday night then then the, yeah. the crew shows up or well, the, that's a that bar i don't know i don't i don't frequent it but every time i go by there it could be nine in the morning or it can be 11 o'clock at night and i feel like there's it's always cars, right? Always cars. Yeah, yeah. it always, always looks like a a, a full parking lot. Yeah. yeah, especially in the summer. Yes. Um. So, yeah, the second we started getting ready to go and stuff, it filled in pr mm -hmm. pretty nicely. And then, yeah, I looked over, and my folks showed up. The barfields are there. Um. By the end of the night, uh, Richie and Mark Brutos were there, and yeah, it was uh It was crazy. It was a good. Yeah, it ended up being a pretty fun night. Um, sure. a couple. <clears throat> 
that were my parents' friends um, were there, and I actually used to babysit their kids. No shit. And then two of their kids ended up working with me. Oh, really? Yeah. It, it, I mean, <laughs> you've seen all, you know, everybody. Yeah. And I kind of was like peeking around. I'm like, hi, do you know who I am? She's like, Sarah Shower. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe it. It's been like 25 years. So. They're like, we listen to the podcast. <laughs> no, no, she said, uh, yeah, we're here for the reggae music. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> You're like, boy, will you guys be disappointed. <laughs> no, they stayed for a while. Good. And like um, Jim's like five or six people that he works with were there. Nice. Yeah, it was, it was so random, all these people that we ended up knowing. Our bass player, Zach, said that he had some people coming up from work and stuff. It's always funny when you get the... Hey guys, I uh, I got some people coming up from work. So if you don't mind, like, not dialing it back, but I mean, there's been times where we played a uh, the Essen House in Madison during a during like a family friendly event. It's during the day, and we're outside, and right before we go on, the promoter said something to the singer Andy, and he's like, "Yeah, just watch the cuss words a little bit," and Andy was like. Yeah, all right, man. And then the guy walked away, and Andy just goes, all right, this next song is called Come Dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> and then just goes into it. But, yeah, it was, it was a good show. Looking forward to going back there. <laughs> I hadn't been to well one played. in a while. It was a good show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's actually nicer now because you guys don't play them all the time. Like, there was a stretch a few years back that you guys had, you know, shows almost every week, it seemed yes. like. Yes. And, yeah, sometimes doubles. You know? Yeah, and, it, and they were fun, and you guys always draw a lot of people, but at the same time, it's like, now that they're spaced out a little bit more, it's it's a better time, I feel. I agree. Um, we get shit sometimes for uh, not hitting all the banana win ones, and it's like, I'll be fine. They play next week. Dude, they play. <laughs> you know, they I was on my way. Saturday JPEG. God yeah. bless them. That, or Friday night. When did you play? No, it was Saturday night. It was night. Saturday night, because they were going to come to wrestling at oh, my okay. house. I was on my way. I was, I was heading down the hill. Heading to, uh, over to Adam's house to watch uh, some wrestling on Saturday night. I was like, fuck, there's a lot of cars at the J-Pack. Like, what's going uh, on? Yeah. Coming to find out, that's what was going on. Dude, they're killing it. They, they played the Twin Stadium last yeah, summer. Target Field. Target Field, yeah. They did get asked um, to play the fair this year. Really? Yeah, big deal. Are they going to do it? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Justin's well, you like, said they got asked. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, Justin's like, I don't think we'll be headlining, but still awesome that is so cool yeah they're killing it man well i think uh i don't know if it's don or who does who tries to book all the shit but i think don's a major part and i think he's a he's constantly on it man like yeah he's a good booker he's a great booker (laughs) booker man he's he's booker man (laughs) maybe don can help us down the road who knows be careful what you ask for (laughs) that's true playing Every fucking thing. well, I have to quit your job. Yeah, <laughs> you're a reggae guy now. <laughs> Adam, how, how quick can you grow, grow dreadlocks? <laughs> I like that you guys are selling merch. That was good. Yeah, what are you selling. Um, yeah, tees, koozies. Uh, what are those those uh, cell phone things you can hold like the back of uh, it? Oh, the hot get, yeah. yeah, and then um, I need one of those. Give me one of those. The, the spinners too. What are they? Uh, those fidget things. spinners. Um, cell phone cases. <laughs> yeah, we just had some t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't see all that, but that's awesome. Dude, 
To be fairer, I um, wanted a Ludog pop socket like, <laughs> right now. <laughs> you should do that. That would be a good idea. Well, the reason we're uh, kind of unloading the rest Fuck of you. our. You know what? Fuck <laughs> you guys. We're going to have, hold on, let me tell it, pop sockets. I guarantee you before there's Ludog pop sockets. Well, hold on, man. No. Fuck it that. It could be a joint venture. <laughs> the reason, yeah, we had we had some leftover um, T-shirts that we had to kind of unload because there's new designs coming oh. and there's, there is new merch coming. I got a vintage so. one then. Hell yeah. The OG. The, mm-hmm. the uh, black with the white dog or the rad juice? I got a green one. Rad juice. Rad juice. We've had a one. couple. Everybody had a black one and I'm like, I'm just going to be different. That's a, I, like the, I like the rad juice one. The black, the black and white one's a classic, mm-hmm. but I, I like the. Mm-hmm. I remember one night. I think it was like the first time you guys got the shirts. You had them in your car. We went to Pumpers and Mitchell's. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm gonna sell all these shirts tonight for you guys. And I'm like, <laughs> walking the bar. I was, I was fucking like, hustling. I was hustling shirts, and I think I sold like one or two. Dang. Like no, I was like, come on, you fucking guys. <laughs> College kids, man, they're poor. They are, yeah. But still, I was like ten bucks for Fuck a tea. Fuck those kids! Like, the last <laughs> time we played there, it was funny because like we played there a bunch, and it, Sublime hasn't been a, around <laughs> in a long time. Yeah. they're more around now than they have in a long time. Yeah, I mean, if you if you yeah, if you're talking about if you go to a Target, you can buy a Sublime shirt. Well, I'm talking about touring with Rome too. Like sure, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I and guess I get. That the first pop- Sublime song I ever heard was Santeria. Yeah. And Bradley was already dead. Right. The band was no more at that point. True. And that was in Even like in the early video, 90s. they have like the weird hologram of him, you know what I mean, before the Tupac hologram. And uh, Brad is the original hologram. Uh, but, yeah, but there's a huge difference. Like, ki- college kids knew Sublime. Yeah. And then it got to one point that the, the last time we were there, even the the – part manager or whatever is is looking at us going I, I don't know why these kids don't know these songs i mean it's <laughs> it's never this is like the first year it's not maybe we're just getting older you know start yeah. mumble rapping what the fuck you think i've been doing my whole <laughs> life oh now it's cool yeah. <laughs> we were while we were at the shell we had been out to dinner with liz and keith beforehand and um stopped there on our way home and Taylor had been in Madison with three girlfriends. And then we got a text while we were there. Can they spend the night? I'm like, sure. Then another text. Can we drink? I'm like, whoa. Interesting. That's a new one, right? Yeah. I'm like, where well. are we at? 18? Yeah. Um, but, um, you know. Was it a no until you were home at least? Or how'd you play that? Uh, we said yes, but everybody has to stay. And actually, then we got home, and they hadn't even started drinking. They're like, we don't really know what to drink. <laughs> what do you I guys, love it. What do you think? I'm like, well, we have the Bud Light seltzers. You know, there's some fruity wine. Sir, I've told you before we don't edit this, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, Over 18. Lose the most. I saw a billboard. <laughs> true, true. Um, I could just be making this whole thing up. Yeah, for the pot. Don't ever for let the, the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> Amen. But yeah, uh, it was... The next day for Taylor was quite. Do you know the parents of these kids? No, that's that would be my thing. <laughs> well, she didn't say who they are, I but know. that would be my thing. Is like, if I knew their parents and their parents were cool, I'd probably be fine with it. Yeah, but like that—that that is where you would run into problems. Yeah, like, go, good luck I, trying to like call them and be like, "Yo, are you cool with this?" Like, right, no, no, you're never. They're no, never you have staying. to know them previously. Okay, I see. 
Right. Yeah, it wouldn't just be an like if they all played thing. sports together or something. And you knew all the all the ki- all the girls' moms or whatever. Yeah. I. But here's my. <laughs> this is my take on it. Like all of them are seniors. They're all going away to college. Wouldn't you just like them to get a little exposure, like in a controlled yeah, it's environment? The whole like throwing of them right into the fire that right. fucks kids up. Do you remember? Okay, so in town here, uh, Catholic school only goes up to eighth grade. Yeah. And then they just dumped those kids into high regular school? public high Holy school. Holy shit. Some of those kids, like, went off they the were rails, either, right? They were either just like yeah. turtles in a shell. Yeah. Or they were just fucking insane. There's like, a couple like that, the, that figured it out, but there wasn't many. Right. You no, know what I mean? We had like, a couple buddies that were like, right, like, holy shit, this is perfect. Here's what I'm doing. Um, I'm going to still continue doing good in school. And I'm hanging out with these kids that can fucking. What do you mean we can go anywhere we want at lunch you know what i mean yes, Shit like that yes yeah paul yeah. hausman was one of those guys yeah. like i feel like he but then there's other ones that this went we could do whatever we want yeah, it was like <gasps> and they just the chain off a out. Out. yeah <laughs> it was they just they <laughs> took off in the hot rod and they just kept going and blew up into a wall <laughs> you know yeah it was <laughs> or it, it was, was vince neal getting in a porsche <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> Yeah. Raspberry? What was what was his homeboy's name? I don't remember. He killed his buddy. I know. Dang, I was trying real? to stay away from the, that Ooh. part of it. Fly too too close to the sun, you get burned, dude. They just show a picture of his <laughs> tennis shoe. Oh no! Yeah. Ugh. I think his name is Raspberry. He's from another band, Kahuna, like or, uh, Hanoi Rocks or whatever. Hanoi Rocks, I can't remember his name. That's it. You guys never watched Behind the Music? No, but, well, yeah. <laughs> I watched Dirt. Wasn't that on? The Mount oh, Lake that was, a, that was I read fun. the book, but I never saw oh. the show. The movie is pretty good. Yeah, I really. The book was better. No, I don't know. <laughs> Classic I answer. did like that, though. That was a great, um, great idea for a book. Like, one guy would bring up a story, and then they would get the other, like, four band members' take on it separately. Oh, oh really? So, like, the idea. one chapter would be, like, on a story, but you would get, you know, five differing versions of it or you know slightly oh nice yeah yeah and they kind of did that in the movie did they yeah a little bit Mm -hmm. but i'm sure they left a shitload out dude those guys partied fucking hard Mm -hmm. dude whoa yeah (laughs) 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 oh shit um taco tuesday was last night well last night as we're recording this and I was down there with pretty much the whole neighborhood crew, whatever. And um, I forget. I was I was even talking wrestling with somebody. I think it was Cheryl. I don't know. And um, all of a sudden, the door opens. In walks uh, Alex Burnett. Burnett. <laughs> yeah, Burnett. Nice. And um, Charlie recognizes him from being a student. Okay. And I was like, what's up, Alex? And he's like, hey. He's just, he's, he's walking in to get takeout food and walk out. <laughs> and uh, Charlie's like, Matt, you know Alex? I was like, yeah, I know Alex. He's like, yeah, probably because he's into that amateur wrestling. I said, whoa, 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 professional <laughs> wrestling dick. Yes. And uh, Alex is like, I haven't done it in a while. And I'm like, quit, quit trying to play it off. I once saw you rifle through a whole bin of action figures at a show in Milwaukee, buying up every single Chris, Chris Benoit, Benoit figure. <laughs> And he goes, 
Well, I didn't want other kids to get their hands on him. Like, oh, he's bullshit, dude. trying to like play the, like, the soft yeah. role in front of Charlie. Yeah, and I go, no, you were doing it to be fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, I, I didn't want any kids to get him, though, or something, too. And, and he's like, the whole time he's just like waiting for, <laughs> waiting for food. Anyway, these like, tacos can't come any quicker. He's visibly annoyed. <laughs> you know what's random about that? What? Is that... I think I can't remember if it was Saturday or a different night, but I got on on Facebook and there's some. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I I I got I was talking with him, and I'm like, "You guys should come on the podcast." And he's like, "I might call in." And I was like, "Open invite, yeah, boys, no, or whatever." And then cut to basically. Last. I think what it boils down to is one of the guys they used to do wrestling with got signed to like Bellator MMA or something, right? Was that it? No, I was just having. I was just gonna. No, have, but that's how that came about. Oh, you're probably right. I don't. <laughs> you're right. Adam's I was. Ro- I was. I was Roseanne, Roseanne <laughs> tweeting. Little Ambien. <laughs> <laughs> it says right on the Ambien package that it doesn't make you a racist, Roseanne. <laughs> that's great. That was one of the Damn. best tweets ever. <laughs> yeah. When when she went on that like racial tirade, I don't even know what she said. Probably something fairly minor. Um, but she was like, her excuse was that she was all hopped up on Ambien and then Ambien tweets at Roseanne. And it's like, while we do have a lot of side effects, racism is not one of them. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Ambien tweeted that? Yes. That the, is the, hilarious. The pharmaceutical company. Oh, I never heard of that. Yeah. She was Dang. on Rogan and it was pretty interesting. I bet it was. But yeah, he was sitting there like visibly uncomfortable. I was like. You just came in here to pick up some food, and I bet you didn't think you'd be talking <laughs> Chris, Chris Benoit, Benoit action figures <laughs> that you purchased in Milwaukee at an independent wrestling show seven years ago. Oh, right. <laughs> People don't forget, Alex. <laughs> this kind of talk makes me not want to leave my house ever. Yeah. So I'm just going to be like, hey, man, you had a party at your house on Rockport Road in 2004? <laughs> <laughs> See the scar? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> that was oh. fucking crazy. What else do you guys got? Anything? I do want those guys to come on sometime. Yeah, it'd um, be fun. Uh, yeah, I don't mean to get somber, but I mean I kind of have a, I have a story. It's uplifting, but I woke up this morning and one of my good friends from childhood, and you know, we haven't talked in the last couple of years, but his father passed away. Mm. Uh, speaking of the rock. Rockport uh, Files. Uh, it it was it was Shane. Uh, his mom passed away a couple years ago, and then now his dad went. So I had a, a good story about hanging out with him and his dad. If you want to hear that, yeah, sure. Yeah. Shane, 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 yeah, Shane. You know Shane. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shane. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're terrible. I'm weird about the last names. I know you. Anyway, um, yeah. So I wanted to tell a story about his dad since his dad passed. Um, his dad was a good guy. Um, just a quick like, uh, description of him and kind of how he did shit. Uh, he worked at Gilman with Uncle Jerry for years. Okay. And uh, he had a place up north. That they'd leave like every weekend. Like he's a he's a they have it was on like some campground or whatever, so they had like a trailer up there. Every Friday afternoon, he's gone till Sunday. 
So in our teenage years, we'd hotbed for activity. We would take advantage <laughs> of that. Yeah, I, I imagine. And my favorite thing was like Shane would get drunk and go at the end of the night. He'd be like, "Well, I'm starving. Like, all right, let's get a pizza." He's like. No, let's cook some steaks. And like you get into his, his dad's oh. meat freezer in the basement. And I'm like, now don't go crazy. And then we're frying steaks at three in the morning, which always used to crack me up. But also the first uh, household I saw with a. Steaks, dude. Yeah, that was the other thing. I was like, <laughs> he's got a microwaving. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Defrosting it? Yes. <laughs> Not Still. to cook, to defrost. Do you that, remember that. Um, that like uh, cast iron, I don't know, something that you were just supposed to put like your frozen food on and it would just like automatically de- yeah, like, thaw just by sitting that, on by it. sitting on it. No heat, no anything. You just put it on here and it was like magic to thawed. No, I they don't, don't do that. They don't have that anymore, do they? I know, because I think it was bullshit. Yeah, it was a weird, yeah, so you just see <laughs> slabs of meat sitting on yeah. you like, that's not sanitary. Is that working? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not sanitary. <laughs> How the coronavirus kind of a loser fucking mind if she came downstairs and I had just a slab of meat sitting on the counter. She's super weird about that shit. Oh yeah, that's gross. You got you can't mishandle the food. People get sick, or it's really funny, which we're gonna get in this story. <laughs> um, so yeah, that always used to crack me up with with Shane. Like, all right, you know how you got caught? You you tried defrosting the steaks by microwaving them for an hour or you know twenty minutes or whatever, and they're bunch of shit in the microwave you didn't clean up and then uh. yeah anyway so a couple a couple quick ones just to kind of get the vibe of of uh his dad glenn uh after the cops had brought us back to shane's house one time we're kind of recapping everything and what went wrong and whatever <laughs> how we can do better next time <laughs> yeah <laughs> what we can do to service the community um you could smoke there. They all, everyone oh, smoked there's there. Never, not a cigarette yes. going in that house. And uh, so we're in the basement because they kind of had like a finished basement and stuff. And Shane would always be down there. I'm not kidding. Since like 14, just puffing, you know, just ripping butts, just dude. ripping butts. But we're down there like, oh, I was, I can't. But you got away. But this guy got so underage. So like got 80s down there too. Like he had two older brothers. Yes. And there's like the you know all the typical like Budweiser posters on the wall with like fucking. You know, the half-naked chicks and the 80s porno and... <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> all this is true. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you just hear, party's over, boys. Oh, <laughs> it's from, from, yep, from, from the stairs. The voice like, of God. So Shane's bedroom was upstairs and they had, like, one of his other brother's beds who moved out, you know. And so, yeah, if you're staying the night there, you couldn't sleep down there. You can hang out and smoke cigarettes and fucking watch TV and 80s porn <laughs> or you know and uh, so I remember just having to go upstairs and there he is sitting shirt off at the kitchen <laughs> table smoking because <laughs> he wasn't going to call your parents about it but you came back to his house so he's going to let you feel a little something like you little fuckers don't yeah. be don't, get, don't let the cops be coming here again you know what I mean that type of shit but yeah just seeing him as you walk by, like, hey, Glenn, how you doing? Like, two in the morning, fuck up, you know? <laughs> like, like, you guys are fucking up. Like, I'm oh, sorry, that type of... Anyway, so he was great. My favorite one was, he was the first one I knew that had a video camera. Like, the old school, they look like the ones they had in the movies. Yeah. Like, the big fuckers. 
had the, like the the strip that oh, hand yeah. strap like the on the, the ghost side. Bus- busters yes. that carrying around. I think a, a VCR tape would actually yeah. pop yeah. out yeah. of the yes. side. <laughs> Horrible battery, I'm sure. But when I found out Shane had that, I was like, "You gotta, we gotta use this thing <laughs> for what?" I'm like, just hit play. You've seen the real world on oh. MTV. I'm like, just hit play and throw it in the corner and tell people it's it's there. Yeah. Or don't pe- tell people it's there. I don't. They're <laughs> okay. gonna see it. We it's, don't have a waiver. <laughs> well, it's not like a GoPro. Where it's just no. gonna be hidden. You're some yeah. weirdo. No, they're, they're gonna notice. Like, oh shit! It's a camera. Yeah. Is that does that work? You know what I mean? Like, because no one's seen that shit. We're talking like a jackass come out yet, dude. We're talking '98 or something. So yeah, it was out. <laughs> Is it? I think so. <laughs> well, we didn't have access to that. Anyway, so Shane just props it up and just lets it ride for a night. Maybe even a couple hours when his folks are <laughs> had to north. change battery seventeen times. Yeah. Oh, I think he, I think I think it just goes plug in the wall. Done. Maybe oh. plug in the wall. But how long are those tapes? I don't know. Um, Ninety minutes probably. So one time, end of the night, Shane just pops the tape. We don't even look what's on it, and then move on with our lives. And then. We like, oh, we didn't even stay there. We left to another party because his folks are coming home early. And I'm like, did you get the tape? Yeah, I got the tape. What'd you do with it? It's like, I think I threw it downstairs. Put the camera back. It's like, okay. And then <laughs> we went and viewed it later, like the next weekend or something, just to see what weird shit people would do. Because at first, yeah, people are playing for the camera they're rapping or singing or you know having a good time but then, but then it, you forget it's then there. they forget so there's just like dudes hitting on chicks at the table and they're being desperate they're like <laughs> look why don't you call me cindy this is bullshit she's <laughs> <laughs> like i don't even like you mike you know just random shit but my favorite one was we didn't have any friends named cindy or mike <laughs> names are changed to protect the innocent <laughs> So my favorite was, it's like, it's, like, it's like two in the morning, Adam Peterson walks in, and he just opens up the fridge, and he's like, looking, looking, nothing. There's a, a bowl with aluminum foil over the top of it. He pulls the aluminum foil back, stops, sh- the door shuts, he like goes out of frame. Comes back in a frame. He's <laughs> got this big ass like serving spoon. Ooh, big spoon. Ooh, big spoon. <laughs> he gets to scooping, and it's like macaroni tuna salad oh, or something. Yeah. And he's eating it out of the fridge. Oh no! And it's this is all just uh, on the on the tape, <laughs> and it's falling back out of his mouth into the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> And the best part is when we watched it, Shane was like, Oh, dude, I ate that the next day, fucker. And he was like, All right, what are you going to do? Now, cut to like, I don't, I don't know how many years later, but I'm getting off of work and Shane called and he's like, Stop over to, to mom and dad's house and we're having beers out, out in the patio. And I'm like, oh, Okay, pull in. Like, they're all cool now and they're older and everything and we're older or whatever. And, uh, we're sitting there having some beers. He's like, yeah, Peterson's coming over too. And so we're, we're all, all three of us are sitting with his parents and having a couple of drinks. And then at one point, Adam gets up to go take a pee inside the house and he gets about halfway there. And, uh, 
<laughs> Shane's dad, Glenn, goes, Adam, if you're hungry, there's some uh, macaroni tuna salad in the fridge. And he just stops mid-walk, like looks back, and then we're looking back, and I'm like, oh, my God. He's seen the tape. And then, yeah, and then Glenn says, you don't leave the tape on the dining room table, boys. <laughs> so when I asked Shane if he got that tape, well, yeah, I think, no. Fuck. They got home to just one tape on the dining room table. Like, saw. Like, you want to play a game? Dude, that would be, that would be so they great. They saw it all. God bless them. They so saw R- it R- all. To Glenn. Yeah, that's a Did good story. Did you pay off the steak story? What was the end of that? Oh, he just would get fucking steaks out and go. And like he'd get yelled at for that shit all the time. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> but you could always kind of like egg him onto it. Like, well, we try to get pizza, man. Every place is closed. Think we could maybe. Well, not open only that, up but the chest freezer. <laughs> the classic was uh, trying to get a free pizza. How many times did we call Pizza Hut try to get a free pizza by saying that they fucked up our last order? Yes, the guy like said every it. fucking yep. weekend. <laughs> Yes, that's true, too. It's like a 30% success rate. <laughs> <laughs> Were you there when we cooked shark? Ew. Danny cooked shark and stunk so fucking bad. Same house. He didn't know what he was doing. He said, oh, uh, you, you broil it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so no. we go, this is when Pick and Save first opened. When they had, like, <laughs> this this huge deli counter, and, they, like, there was shark fillets or something. Yeah. In there. He's like... For like a month, he's like, I'm going to get some shark. We're going to cook up some shark. <laughs> and then we, he buys it, and he fucking puts it in the broiler in Shane's house, and it stunk to fucking high heaven, dude. Yep, he got uh. popped that weekend, too. <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> Party's <laughs> over, boys. There's not an ocean anywhere near here. <laughs> Don't you know you pan fry shark? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. R.I.P. to Glenn. I didn't even... God, he's like the... Uh, well, I, I didn't talk... Like I never saw him. I feel no? like I would see his mom occasionally. Yeah. Because um, Shane wasn't, like, in the neighborhood, but it was, you know, kind of, like, neighborhood adjacent. Like, Southside, yeah. Yeah, so... Plus, I think, you know, well, he went to school with us through Van Buren and everything, mm-hmm. so... I would see his mom at stuff, but I don't think I ever laid eyes on his dad. He was working a lot. Um, but yeah, he, he is good. He is good shit. Good guy. Yep. Oh, that's, that's a, that's that's a great shit. story. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the party's that. over, boys. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Come to think of it, I've heard you say that <laughs> all, all, quite a few times, and I never knew the... I thought it was from a movie or something. Yeah. Doesn't it sound like an 80s, like, Fast Times at Ridgemont High yes. kind of line yep. or something? And he might have took that Party's and, over, and saying that to his older, you know, Shane's older brothers, because they were the epitome of 80s. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. Rock and roll, you know? <laughs> yeah, the one, his brother Shannon was fucking... Uh, what's Axl Rose. <laughs> yeah, basically yeah. it was Axl Rose. Or, uh, what was his other brother's name? Sean. Yeah. Shane? Shannon, Sean, and Shane. Wow. That's but they called Shannon shitty. Yeah. <laughs> I got introduced to him as shithead. Here's shithead. Or shitty. <laughs> shitty. Just a cap with just hair coming out and a, a weird mm. Kool-Aid jug. And I'm like, what's that? <laughs> it's old Thompson rinkin' dinky dinky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has a fucking He had his own language dude. and yeah. shit. It was great. Uh, <laughs> still around. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> right on. Uh. Um, you guys want to take a quick break and then... Um, 
Sarah, you had homework last week. Yes. Oh, shit. maybe we'll do homework this week, or maybe we won't. I don't know if we need to do it every week. Yeah, I don't yeah, think we'll, that's fine. We'll just see how it goes. That's yeah. fine. But yeah, I'm anxious to hear what you thought about the uh, Brett, the hitman. Yes, the Montreal screw job. Yep. All right, we'll see you guys in just a few. All right, we are back. We are ready to hear Sarah's uh, report on the old the old homework ski. But before that, uh, second half of the show, as always, brought to you by the Looking Glass. You can find them over at 18 North Main Street in Janesville. Uh, they got 18 beers on tap. Uh, the newest one that they added was One Barrel Brewing Company's Willy Wee Heavy Scotch Ale. I had it tonight. It was pretty good. Um. They got dozens of other craft beers in bottles and cans. They sent us over a six-pack of Oso Brewing Company's Sweet Lady Milk Stout. And that one's a really good one. You should try that. Have you tried that yet? No, I haven't yet. It's pretty pretty good. Let me um, see that can. Have, have a look at that can. There's a nice little... Read the little synopsis, Adam. The synopsis says, Dark and creamy milk stout brewed in honor of one of the sweetest ladies we've known... Beat cancer twice. Wow. Sometimes the sweetest are the toughest. Hell yeah, bro. That's awesome. Yeah. That's nice. Sweet lady. So, yeah. Um, Wednesday nights, they got trivia. Friday, March 13th is Emma's birthday party. They're doing like a wig party. Starts at 7 <gasps> o'clock. Everybody's invited. I have a wig. You do? Yeah. Want to go? I got some wigs. All right. <laughs> well, oh. let's wig out down there, huh? <laughs> yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, think I still it. have it. And then um, the big thing coming up is St. Patrick's Day, Tuesday, March 17th. They're going to open at 8 o'clock in the morning for an Irish breakfast. That's going to go from 8 to noon. They got Pat McCurdy there at 2. Uh, they have all kinds of Irish beers that they're going to put on tap. They're going to do flights, all that good food. Stop um, down can't there. Can't go wrong with Pat. The, uh, the patio was open on Sunday, and it will be open any day that weather permits. It's always a good time down at the Looking Glass. Thank mm -hmm. you very much for sponsoring. Nice. Yeah, we're looking good for temperature for the, at least the next week. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, Sarah. Looks good. Mm -hmm. Your assignment was <clears throat> the, the Montreal. Dark, yeah. The dark side of the ring, the Montreal screw job episode. Yes. What did you think? Really good. Right? I, yeah. And the reason we talked about it is, is because we're, we're saying how sometimes. Or the fun part about wrestling sometimes is when they blur that reality yeah, and the predetermined the shit. The lines are blurred. This is the fucking epitome yeah. of that. Yep. And in that time frame when the, when this took place was 97, you know, WWF was going strong, but they were kind of in a decline and WCW was kind of on, in its, in way an, up. on its way up. And so many guys were like jumping ship. And that was half the fun of watching on Monday nights. They were both on Monday nights. Yep. And you would watch wondering who's going to show up on the other show, things of that nature. Yeah. And um, Dark Side of the Ring. They've done one season on Vice. I mean, wh whatever you saw and you thought of this one, they're all pretty good. There, there's a couple that are, obviously you have to kind of rank them mm -hmm. and some of them aren't as strong as others, but they're all good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had no idea about the Bruiser Brody stuff. I mean, just that was Kendra's favorite stuff. That was her that favorite That fantastic. It, it, those guys did a great job. Yeah. And it's almost one of those things where 
if you don't know anything about it, it almost sucks you in because yeah. the stories are very compelling. And that is too, like one of the things is people give me a lot of shit about it. They're like, it's so fake, dude, and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, I like watching, you know, what goes on in the ring, but I also like following what goes on outside of the ring. Yeah, there's multiple aspects. Mm-hmm. And plus, like, whatever I, I, you're watching is fake too, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I love saying that to people. What's right. your favorite show? Game of Thrones. That's so fake, dude. Like <laughs> CSI. I don't know. It's just, I don't know why the it gets the rap. I guess because it was presented as actual sport for the longest time, and it was kind of like you're you're fooling the marks or whatever. But yeah, that's gone by the wayside a long time. I, I yeah, the jig's up. Yeah, yeah. right. I can't yeah. say jig on this show. I'm just mm-hmm. kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'll get into a little bit of background for the. Bret Hart, um, his dad was a big promoter, had the Stampede Wrestling. Oh, Stu. Stu. I love Stu. Hey. You love Stu? I did. In I this like g- to grab a guy and then uh, <laughs> what if, uh, he's breathed his last breath. What if uh, Yes, I mean, like he took <laughs> down in the, in the, in the dungeon. Yeah, you the dungeon. Yes. The Hart family has this nice house and in the basement is the dungeon and this old i mean i don't even know how old Stu is when i at, during this show but um he's no longer with us yeah but yeah that, i imagine but he, he was to old, like bent over show. but he took two like young college looking athletes down are, well, dungeon. are you missing are you because you watch two things I guess wrestling it doesn't with matter. shadows i did watch i watched the Montreal that's wrestling Job. with shadows yeah and then the <laughs> Because I felt like the background came from Wrestling with Shadows, so yes. I kind of like did my notes that way. But all good. I love that you watched them both. I, yes, and I love <laughs> that she starts off the bat saying, "I like Stu." <laughs> I um, did. Yeah, oh, that's this is great. Um, I don't think I've ever seen Stu other than he's just the old guy ever. Right. Right. Like we started watching in the nineties, yeah. and he was still like he was at he'd be uh, a <laughs> he ringside. You know, sometimes, yeah. and he'd be in the angle sometimes yeah. too. But he was always old as fuck. Yeah. Right? Well, even what she's talking about, that was filmed in '97. He was right. old as shit. Yes. Yes. There's a great story about Stu. Their house, I guess, their house was kind of a shithole, and there's cats everywhere. Stu's at the t- at the uh, stove cooking eggs. You know the story? No, 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 no. <laughs> Stu's familiar. I thought of <laughs> Stu's at the uh, uh, at the stove. He's cooking some eggs for all the kids or whatever. And a cat shits right next to him. And he, like, doesn't say a word, and he's cooking the eggs, and he takes the spatula, picks up the cat shit, <laughs> chucks it in the garbage can, and then just continues oh, to cook God. the eggs. <laughs> That's the rumor. Well, I was impressed with Stu when I saw him take those two, like, They were, like, college fit, wrestlers. Yeah, col- yeah, down, and, like, that one Break guy em. was... Yes, he was like, <laughs> sc- like screaming like a girl. It was crazy. Well, there was okay. So, do you remember this? Yes, I do. The two there's like there's a black guy and a white guy, and uh-huh. they're walking down. You can tell they're like college wrestlers, and the the white bald dumb guy is like, "I'll take some moves, sir." Like he's all big and bad, and the black guy's kind of like, I'm "I don't know, man." Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. and he's just like watching this guy get. Stretched and he's like, I can't feel my arm, sir. And he's fucking howling. Uh-huh. And Stu just stays kind of monotone the whole time. And he's just like, and then what you can do is move this arm up here. Now that's gonna cut off all their circulation. And like, yeah, it's like, he's it got it down to a science a good, how to fucking oh. murder somebody. 
yeah. That's what threw me off on, on I like stew because, like, I'd hear people, and this is a classic, uh, you know, wrestling training thing where back then they, yeah, they'd train you, but first they would break you. They would try to, to weed see, you out. Yeah, they would try because it was more of a carny situation where you had to break in the business, like, literally, like, they were trying to keep you out. Mm-hmm. So, look, if you, you stick this out, yeah, maybe we'll 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 show you. Because yeah. of the fact that it was a work, they didn't want to let everybody, everybody in know. On it. Absolutely. So when Adam says break you, they would literally like some guys would sign up for wrestling school day one, they would break your leg. And then Dang. six months later, if, if you, you came show back, back up, boom. you're kind of in. Wow. So don't it's kind of nuts. Yeah, Stu is a good guy, well, but he also hurt yeah. a lot of people. Oh, I bet. I bet. But I think I believe like I kind of equate like probably from Brett's point of view growing up with Stu. To the point, you know, like, like Tiger Woods and his dad, right? Like if you didn't have somebody just pushing you to the limit and breaking you. You might not have achieved what you achieved. Right. I get that. Yeah. That's kind of what I thought. Oh my God. Can you imagine Stu and Tiger? (laughs) (laughs) No. What if you, uh, what if you weren't uh, putting? (laughs) What if I took your putter (laughs) and I I drenched it up here? (laughs) Sir, sir. <laughs> oh, no. All right, All right, we'll try to cut you off last. Okay. Yeah, I just I'm, love I'm the Stu Hart well. lead-in, though. I just like the thought of Stu and Tiger Woods I in the dungeon. Well, it, and yeah. well, Let's get this out. Uh, uh, Brett got his start, right, being the referee on the Stampede Wrestling yep. and then made his in-ring debut in 78. So um, just background on Hart. He's regarded as one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. His just, career spans five decades. Just ask your brother Nate Dog. Best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. Yes, that's what he says. Um, he gained championship success during the 80s and 90s in the WWF, now WWE. He held 32 championships throughout his year. Hart re- headlined WrestleMania three times. Um he was also the in '94 Royal Rumble match winner, co-winner with Lex Luger, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the only two-time King of the Ring, winning the '91 tournament and the first King of the Ring pay-per-view in in '91. '94. Sorry. Well, that's okay. I, no, I he won it in '91 and '94. Oh, and '94. Okay. Um, in 2019, Hart became one of four people to enter the WWE Hall of Fame twice when he was inducted again as a member of the Hart Foundation with brother-in-law Jim Needhart. So like this family, every all of the males are wrestlers and all of the females res- married wrestlers, yeah. right? I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. And the mom hated wrestling. She's like, I was hoping we, we would have got out of this oh, decades Helen ago. Hart. Why the long <laughs> face, Helen? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Brett officially retired in October 2000, but returned in a sporadic in-ring competition from 2010 to a 2011 with WWE, where he won his final championship. Oh, wow. Does it say what he won? The last championship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, no? I, I, well, I mean, it probably did, but I don't have it in my notes. Because he got, uh, when he was, when he went to WCW, he was in a match with Goldberg, and Goldberg, like, kicked him in the head so fucking hard that he never recovered. Like, that Dang. was the end of it for him. Yeah, which is a goddamn shame. Yeah, so moving into the Montreal you, Screwjob. You mean current Universal Champion Bill Goldberg? I didn't want to get into it, but yeah, Matt, that's... Uh, <laughs> God. Um, in March of 96, uh, Brett's 
con- WWF contract is a- nearing his expiration date, and he's torn between the two companies, WWF and WCW. Um, WCW was offering something like nine millions, nine million bucks for three years. Vince counteroffered with a one point five million for a twenty year contract. So. Base, um, Brett decides to stay loyal and stay with Vince, who he kind of thought as a father figure. Yeah. Right? So oh. in these days, um, the way wrestling contracts were out there, WCW is owned by Ted Turner, yep. who was throwing out all his guaranteed money to these guys. So they would, they would work less dates and be guaranteed a ton of cash. Vince McMahon always said he, he offered you an opportunity. So the, your base salary was very low. But based on what you drew, you can make way more than that. Right. You're the main. You're the headliner at the next big show. Huge paydays. So it's like, almost uh, like betting on yourself. Yep. Yeah. If you're gonna, uh, you know, go all out for this company, we got gotcha. you. And you can you can retire. Well, and you honestly, can, you can. You've been with WWF for you know almost his entire career. He wants to. Brett seemed like a loyal guy. He was. Very he loyal. wanted to stay there. million for 20 years sounds like a great deal, right? Um, But the rating wars were getting the best of WWF, and Vince then tells Brett he has to break the contract. He can't pay him. So Brett goes with WCW. He was the the reigning WWF champion, so they had to come up with a way for him to lose the title before he left the company. Mm -hmm. Which goes back to like the CM Punk thing. Yes. Like Interesting, that, that, right? Contract was expiring this whole yes. Yeah. A, a, a tale as true as time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's, you know, there's conf- conflicts arise regarding his final match with the company. Um, Hart, Bret Hart did not want to drop the championship to Shawn Michaels. He had a bitter real life rival rivalry with Shawn Michaels. Um, so he definitely didn't, and the match that they were talking about is in his hometown. He didn't want to lose to him in his hometown. That's fair, right? I feel like it. I mean, I feel like Brett did a lot for the company. Fuck Not that the yeah. company didn't do a lot for him. Yes. But um, what it comes down to is the uh, all of this kind of leads up to the most infamous events in professional wrestling, and known as the Montreal School. Screw job. Yep. Survivor Series 1997, if anybody wants to look it up. Yes. It's a good one. I'm sure you don't, but it is a good one. So, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, and Vince McMahon mm. come to an agreement where the match would end with a disqualification, and then Hart would retain the title when he fought Shawn Michaels, and then later give it up, like... The next night was the yeah, plan. Yeah, just submit it over to forfeit it to him. Yep. Wasn't, like, Bulldog going to come out and, like, some fuckery. Yeah, there was just going to be a big DQ finish where a couple guys DQ ran finished, out. Yes, and, yes. and I think and Brett was miked, right, and went into this meeting with Vince McMahon. Well, that's the whole, like, the, the weird thing about this whole story and how we actually know so much about it. Even before that, um, Dark Side of the Ring thing is because Brett was, had a documentary film crew following him yeah for the lead up to this just kind of like happenstance like it wasn't Mm -hmm. that wasn't from Mm -hmm. wrestling with shadows that was no that yeah Yeah, it was was. was. okay okay okay. so i didn't know if they got that footage or anything like that because he's doing that doc so yeah so brett was yeah he was miked going into this meeting 
from what I heard during this taped conversation that Vince didn't know was happening, what he was taped, he was right. mic'd, um, that that seemed like the plan. Yep. Um, Brett has a conversation with the match referee, this Earl Hebner. Yep, Earl. And uh, Earl seemed like, oh, I mean, in this, in the documentary, seemed like a good guy. You know, yeah, he's he like, is. He seemed he's one like of the he most was, famous referees of all time. He seemed like he had respect for Brett, and he told yep. Brett like. Brett's I think like, he's a real dipshit now. Yeah. Yeah. But he, well, Brett is like, if any, you know, out of respect for each other, out of, you know, you have respect for me. If something funny, if some funny business is going down, like they're going to fuck me, let, give me a heads up. Yeah. And Earl's like, I won't let that happen for sure. I'd give you a heads up, blah, blah, blah. Um, so. It's funny that Brett saw it coming. You know what I mean? Like he, in the back of his mind, he, he like he, he kind of knew. Happening. He kind of knew he, that he's got a wrestling mind. Dude. Yeah. Well, because I'm sorry, but Vince is the boss at this time. He's he's uh playing just a commentator on TV, but he owns the fucking company, right? And if you're leaving the company and you're asked to lose a match to drop this title, I'm sorry, but you got to do that. Like you can't. Brett's kind of a little bitch about it, if you ask me. But I mean, it, I yes, but I still yeah. get his point, though. Can I you imagine going into your your work, going, "Hey, uh, I start a new job on Monday. It's not with you, fuckers. You mind if I leave on Friday and everybody like praises me? But, but or could I look like the bad guy on the way out? But you broke the contract. Otherwise, I'd still be working for you. He didn't break the contract. No, he did. Well. He did? did. Oh yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he did. He, and and he's leaving because of the guaranteed money. Yeah, you're right. Basically, Vince, I signed up with you. You guaranteed me this. You wanted me to stay. The rate, you know. Yeah, but still, it is a, it is a. All right. Well, now I, I broke the contract. You think this fucking company is gonna let me leave here? Like, not get escorted out? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. It, Which at, is at what, why he kind of sees it coming, I guess. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You, at what point don't, don't you think the security guard, the referee, shows up with that box and goes, put all your shit in here, whether you know it or not. Like, uh, let's go to your going away party. And we go to the break room, and you come back, and they already got your shit boxed up. Like, no, 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 this is still the company. Yeah. See ya, yeah. right? Yeah. So anyway, the match goes on. Um, Shawn Michaels gets... Brett into the sharpshooter position, which is Brett's finishing move. Um, the Earl starts doing the count. Vince McMahon is on the side, you know, outside the ring saying, ring the bell, ring the bell, ring the bell. So Brett actually breaks the hold. The bell rings and Shawn Michaels wins the title and Earl hightails it the F out of there. Like, I mean, you see him like go yes, out of the ring, like in a split freaking. Yes. He calls for the bell and then he just fucking runs. Yeah. yeah. So, really, the end of the match happens. Brett's like flabbergasted, even though he probably had an inkling that it really actually happened this right. way. Pissed is more like it. Yeah. Like, he was oh, he's furious. Pissed. He's he was pissed. fucking furious. He spits a big loogie and. In um, Vince Vince's face. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the screw job is generally believed to be an off-screen betrayal of, betrayal of Hart, who was one of the WWF's longest tenured and most popular performers at that time. Absolutely. So cool. then he went to go be with WCW, and I don't know much about that, but yeah, it's basically the they screw basically job. They basically did not use him. Um, 
That was the hottest thing in wrestling when that happened. Yep. And you have him on contract literally the next day. He starts there the next day. Mm-hmm. He didn't go on. He wasn't on WCW TV for like a month or so after that. Like they let it cool off so much before they brought him out. And then they didn't know how to use them. Like they, there's too many guys there. Yeah, it, it, that it was a shit show in yeah. WCW because everybody's like, like we have all the money in the world. We'll just get everybody, and they have guaranteed money. They don't, but yeah, have they don't to even work. have to go so there. Like, yeah, there was guys just taking time off constantly, and it was just I don't know. It was a poorly run company, and that's why they're no longer in business. I, I'm more curious about just I, I know you didn't. Um, you, you're not. You don't have a bunch. You, you don't know Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Haven't seen a whole lot of them. Just based on the on the the stuff you saw, who do you think's full of shit? You think Vince Vince McMahon, uh, Earl, Shawn, you know Bret? Like what? Do you, what? Do you, just well, what's your what's your gut so, feeling? So then I didn't I didn't put this in my notes, but <laughs> after the loss and everybody kind of clears the ring. Brett's in the locker room. He's going to start taking a shower. He calls Shawn Michaels this out. This is my favorite it's line. Matt's I use favorite it all. <laughs> Whenever I'm lying, I say this line. Oh, I, I don't probably have this specific line, but. Oh, Matt, oh would, you like it? would you like yes. it? Yeah. So let's say I'm Bret Hart. Yeah, go ahead. And it's like, uh, you know anything about this, Shawn? My hands are clean in this one. I swear to God. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that's the exact line. And well, yeah, I think he was crying, like, well, I, I like playing this up. Well, dude, plus, I mean, that's, that, that was a crazy, that was crazy. Like, when he won the belt, like, he did, he acted his ass off, Sean did. Yeah. He acted like he didn't want it. He fucking yeah, like, threw, threw it. it. But then there is a shot of him right before he, like, gets up the, like, he's at the top of the ramp and he has the belt. So somebody, like, the, somebody must have given it to him. And he just kind of like holds it up one quick time raise. real quick, and then then boogies out of there. Yeah, but yeah, he's acting. <laughs> it's the worst. My hands are clean of this one. I swear to God, <laughs> I got no fucking idea. He says it's weird that he said swear to God and then goes on to become a full fledged born again Christian. Right? Oh, he tag team with God. <laughs> That's right. There is a well. Let's save some homework. <laughs> there is a match because <laughs> yeah, Shawn Michaels becomes like a born again guy. Like he's a great dude now. I think he'll admit that he was a piece of shit at that time. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but he comes back and he's like a born again. You know, he's a very religious guy now. He does a lot of these uh, religious movies Camps and stuff and like shit. that. Yeah. And uh, Vince McMahon, of course, wanting to capitalize on that. There is a match where it's Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon, who's Vince's son, versus Shawn Michaels and oh God. God. <laughs> Basically, his tag team partner. Oh man. And Vince, uh, Vince goes yeah. over in that match. <laughs> and this is why there's never been a rainy WrestleMania if it's outside, right? Yeah, because he can God. control the weather. He can control the weather. Nice. And uh, Vince ends up in the locker room as as Brett's getting out of the shower and whatever, and Brett knocks his ass out. And I mean. You do see Vince getting interviewed the next day or whatever with the big shiners. Yeah. Yep. Another, okay, in that scene where Brett's um, wife, Julie, yeah. no longer his wife, but oh, when really? she's talking That's to- That's one of Julie's shirts. <laughs> yeah. This is a real Sorry. feminine shirt. Why'd Sorry. you give me one of Julie's shirts? 
And it's like Bret Hart. And they're talking. in the hallway outside yes. the locker room. And she's dressing down Triple H, who's yeah. now at that time he was almost a nobody. He'd right. only been in the company like right. two years. Now he's COO of the company yeah. or whatever. But she's like, Oh, you little all you boys are gonna go to the bar, have a big fucking laugh at this and He's just like looking straight ahead and he's like, I had no idea. You had an idea. She just dresses him down like so many yes. times. And he's like, I know you're upset right now. He stays cool as a cucumber. He does. And she's just fucking letting him have it. Just yeah. constantly. And she's like, what comes around goes around. Yeah, she's like, swear to God all you want, Hunter, but one day God's going to strike, strike you down. Yes. <laughs> and then the kid, like the kid's just like playing with a toy. Oh, all yeah. the whole time. He's always there with the dad. Yeah. And always there. Always, Where are those kids? Always. Blade was his name, the yeah. youngest one. Yeah. Um, I the that's another part of the that's a great question of the uh, doc that always like bugged me out was it was that night it was the night of the Survivor Series and the producers like asking the boy he's like do you have any idea like what's going on right now or why you guys have to move and he's like no and like oh, no. the producer doesn't explain it to him they just like kind of leave it hanging there it's like uh, it's very uncomfortable like leave the kid out of because it because right? the kid like they literally show up the whole family shows up and it's like backstage yeah. hugs all around yes. can't believe we're not going to be you know hanging out next week right it's really weird yeah have you guys seen making a murderer yes okay. i only saw some of it so i just uh i saw it's always sunny in philadelphia like their riff on it oh really yeah and i never saw it before so it's just dennis calling charlie and he's like charlie i, I need you to listen to me yeah <laughs> and it's the brandon kid that uh -huh. you know and he's like charlie i need you to pay attention <laughs> to me right now God yeah and he's like you watching wrestling right now <laughs> do you remember that in the dot no yeah yeah because <laughs> wait charlie did you just mute the tv and you're still watching wrestling no yeah <laughs> god damn it that's charlie up. you're my alibi yeah yeah dude when they when they're interviewing that kid or when he when the kid after the cops get the kid to cop to it oh brandon yeah, yeah. and then he's talking to his mom I and thought you were like, still talking Mom, about Blade. No. Like, Jesus Christ. He's like, Mom, can we go home now? And she's like, no. Like, you You're... just said you fucking murdered yeah. people. Like, we're not going home, Brandon. Braden or whatever his fucking name is. And uh, Brendan. Yeah. And he's like, WrestleMania is this Sunday. And it's like, he had no I fucking know. idea. No. I, yeah. I feel like that it's kid got railroaded. That. I think so, too. I heard so many times, like, they're going to let him out. And then. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, like, a couple times a year, right? Like, yeah. he might get out. And it's like, fuck. God, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it sucks. Does suck. Sorry to so sidetrack yeah. that. <laughs> so yeah, that that whole screw job thing. And what do you think of uh, Jim Cornette? He was one of the guys. Yep. That, so one there of the was main players on that. Uh, there was a lot of Jim Cornette <laughs> interviewing, and then there was uh, a lot of Jim Cornette. There was. That. No, I know. I no. just I like that because. He's a lot of himself. Yeah, that, that's what oh, I'm saying. Yeah, that, so. like he has all the best ideas. Every idea is his idea. He's got so many good sayings. Like I, he's like, <laughs> and I was just sitting in the back room shaking like a dog shitting a peach seed. Like he's, just, <laughs> he's always got all these little like fucking, I don't know what you call them, but so, yeah, there, there's a ten there's minute Homer, turns Homer of that gets uh, him at the Dairy Queen. Like that's, oh, that's a ten minutes. <laughs> that is so great. There's a million things. Or the, uh, the fucking, when he fell off, the, uh, 
Was it the Night of the Mint? Yeah. The, what is it called? The Walker? Yeah, yes. the Night of Skywalkers. Night of Skywalkers. No, I'm not going to that. <laughs> All right. But, okay, because you mentioned Earl Hebner, the, the only thing that we want you to watch for this next week is it was called NBC's Main Event, and it's on February 5th, 1988, so you'll be able to find that on the network. It just watch just watch the main event with it's Hulk Hogan versus Andre shortly after WrestleMania three, which was like the biggest match of all time. Ninety three thousand people at the Pontiac Silverdome. Wow. Um, hmm, crazy. But no, the NBC's main event was later called Saturday night's main event. It was so you'd have SNL three. Was it three? It was once a month, right? That the main um, event was on. Yeah, I think I, what they I, did was Saturday Night Live was every week, every Saturday, and then one Saturday a month there was no SNL, but there was wrestling, and that was like a bigger show because at this time when you would see wrestling on TV, it was like the superstars against a local guy that you've never heard of, and it's just basically all they were doing was pushing the next big show event, yeah, or, or, or only or, trying to sell tickets yeah. to the house show that was traveling. And I remember watching at your house, Sarah. Saturday night's main event mm. on Bloyd Avenue, and and I can remember someone like and Corey being Madison and being stuff. pissed off because last Saturday it was on at you know ten o'clock or whatever, and then now it's I don't know what these fucking guys are laughing at. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, where are the rockers? <laughs> I got to see these rockers. Yeah, and then I and then. Then I remember Cypress Hill. So what what year they come out ninety one? Yeah, Saturday night's yeah. main event oh, yeah, was still fun. going. Yeah. Then I remember being like, well, this is pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Insane um, in the membrane. Oh, well, parents are home, act like you're asleep. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like on the couch. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm glad you watched that. I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. They just announced season two of Dark Side of the Ring. They're heading they're leading out the gate with the uh Chris Benoit story. Which, did we clarify that you're not really sure about that? You don't know that story? I no, we, I don't. I don't think you tell her either. Well, not, well we will, but not right now. Ugh. It's bad. It's just a it's real... It's not good. Mm. It's probably the worst... It is. It's for sure the it's worst. It's the worst uh, thing that happened to... Well, in a nutshell... The worst, uh, yeah, situation that happened with a wrestler in history, right? Yeah. And, yeah. It involves him murdering his family and himself oh in one God. night. Yeah. No, over the course of two days. Oh, it's, I think. yeah, it's a weekend. It's, it's a weekend. fucked up. It's a weekend. Um, but no, like his brain was like mush. It was like a CTE kind of thing. They think I don't know, but Maybe we'll get like into that. Aaron, Aaron Hernandez. Hernandez. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get. <laughs> what else was on that season two that they put? Uh, New Jack. New Jack. God, I saw a clip of it and and. On the preview, and he goes, "I I stabbed him mad times." He said, and it shows it. And he, dude, he's like, he's stabbing the. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't count how many times he's stabbing this guy in the ring. And he, it was a, it was an up and coming wrestler in a, in like a hardcore federation. They call it is is so. It, yeah, it's some more, of these promotions are like more, blood and guts. It's more blood and guts, but it's more like you know what you're signing up for. Well, turns out that. This fucking guy ain't, 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 ain't 18. Mass Transit was his name. Wow. So yeah. now you got a minor getting f almost bleeding to death at one of your federations. Yeah. You know oh what I mean? Oh, my gosh. 
See, I'm, I'm looking and, and that goes all back to those. that goes back to the, the opposite side of breaking somebody into the business. You have Stu in the dungeon going, maybe I did it. You know what I mean? That stuff. But then you have the hardcore scene. Like, all right, kid wants to wrestle? Fucking wrestle. You want to be in fucking hardcore shit? You're going to get bloody, kid. Initiation. And you fucking, yeah, you fucking stabbed the shit out of him. The man jumped off of, uh, at the rave, the balcony. Mm-hmm. He jumped off that fucking balcony, this fucking new jack. Wow. He would jump off balconies all the time. Yeah. yeah. He's, I'm surprised he doesn't have fucking CTE. <laughs> we don't know. We, we don't, don't know. know. He might. We don't know. <laughs> Crazy. We got some news for us, Sarah? I do. I have um, I meant to put it up on Facebook. Wait, was that, was the, was everything, like, I don't, she didn't get into wrestling with shadows. Or, like, did you? No, yeah, that, that was that definitely that sprinkled was good? out Okay, there. okay, yeah. good. Yeah. I'm just making sure we're not cutting her off. I feel like most of what she spoke about was, was wrestling from. with shadows. So maybe that was a good move. It was, it was they intertwined They did very a lot well. for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we don't have a name for this segment yet. I meant to put it up on the Facebook page, but I totally spaced it. I'm going to jot it down right now. All right. The oh the your new segment, segment, man. The you gotta get a name segment? for it. There was a, okay. I was telling Matt. Um, there was a lot of goat news. Goat, goat news. Chris um, Jericho. No, the animal. He's the goat. The animal. Um, this week, but I'm gonna I'm gonna kick off with one of those goat stories. <laughs> right. <laughs> so police in Oregon responded to an adult group home where a goat had come inside and acted in a threatening manner, causing residents to barricade themselves inside a room. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Charles the goat herded them into a room? Yeah, in a threatening, because they were so afraid he was acting in a threatening manner. Now, adult group home, what does that mean exactly? Like, uh, mm, that's are they, I feel like, okay, because in, in my line of work, having to go out and do like service calls at people's houses, I've had to go to a few of these. And they're usually like mentally handicapped people or physically handicapped people where I don't know if like, you know, they're adults, so their parents don't want to take care of them, but they can't live on their own. Yeah. So you go to these places and it's like, it's a fucking circus. Yeah. And I hate to be a dick. Now, now we're is. adding a goat into the mix. Yeah. Now a goat. <laughs> you just brought a goat to the circus. <laughs> Uh, so Charles Roberts, a resident at the group home in Northeast Portland, said he spotted the goat wandering around a nearby busy street and guided the animal out of the roadway. He said the encounter started out pleasant, but the goat followed him inside the group home and started attempting to headbutt residents. <laughs> <laughs> the residents locked themselves inside a, in, locked themselves inside a room away from the goat and called police. Being a police officer for 20 years, you see you see and go to a lot of calls and see a lot of crazy things. But when I first saw this and heard it on the radio, I didn't think it was real. We thought somebody was a little intoxicated, maybe had a little too much. Officer Eric t- <laughs> told KPTV. Um, the goat was able to be captured with a leash and it was walked to a nearby farm, which had agreed to keep an eye on the animal until its owner could be found. Police said they later identified the goat's owner who told officers the goat is an escape artist named Prince. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Prince. Oh, Prince. So he got he Should got name a name him Houdini. Um All right. I'm the, always amused at like uh wild animals when they get into like you'll see camera footage of like oh fucking 
deer got into a supermarket and they got it on camera in the middle of the night and shit yes. like that. It's like, what? How the? Yeah. Where the fuck do these things come from? Um, there's a rapper from Minneapolis, so like uh, Prof. Uh, he has a he lives on the south side, and he goes, "Let's take a pilot out. Uh, we're on the south side of Minneapolis." I'll let her off the leash like a dumbass to run this little field thing. And she's like looking at this ditch. And I'm like, ain't shit in that ditch. <laughs> he's like, walks over. Get over here, pilot. No, there was, there's a coyote in this ditch. Then they start fucking kind of looking at each other and getting, you know, the fur is, is, is sticking up and shit. Coyote runs by. Then he starts coming at me and shit. And I'm like, oh, fuck. This thing's fucking huge. And then, like, kind of, like, dips off. This is all on, like, Snapchat. <laughs> and he's like, that was fucking scary, though. So I'm letting you guys know if you're on the south side over by this fucking ditch, there's this crazy coyote. Cut to, like, a half hour later. He shows the news. It's a wolf. Oh, wow. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, coyotes are usually a lot smaller than you. Yeah, he goes, that's why. He's like, can you imagine? You're just, a, if you're a pilot, you're just, like. dog is pilot? I like how he calls him pilot like he knows him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I never once said a dog. It's just pilot every just pilot. time. Oh. Like they're all buddies. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dog? Uh, it's a, uh, god damn it, it. It's, uh, it's brown. Oh, this is why he didn't say what. <laughs> this is why he led with pilot. I've seen it. I just don't know the name of the. the, the I can breed. describe it. Why can't you just say it's a lab? And a move smaller on? German Shepherd okay. looking. Mm. Does that make sense? Sure. sure. Sounds good but to me. I, it'd be better if you went, oh, it's a. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Border Collie. So you imagine you just fucking walk out and see a bigger human being? That you've yeah, never like seen in your whole yeah. life, you've only dealt with like, like what the fuck? So oh, yeah, prof, pilot. <laughs> pilot and prof, yeah. just walking the south side. He's a white rapper, by the way. Did I just blow your mind? Mm -mm. Oh. I feel like that's becoming more commonplace. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I know, I know. <laughs> Sarah, who's your favorite white rapper? Can't say Eminem. Um, Can't say vanilla ice. Oh, speaking of, I don't after she one. says this, I was, go ahead. Who's I, your favorite white wrestler? <laughs> Bret Hart. Ah, yeah. I was just saying, you can't say Bret Hart. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, once again at Taco Tuesday yesterday, they got the fucking jukebox where you can like pay money to skip to have your song play, whatever. So there's like a lot of old timey music being played. And it's an older crowd in there. But Describe like, old-timey. Um, classic rock. I would just, okay, okay. I'm just saying, yeah, like shit like that where um, it, it trended even older than that. Like songs that I didn't really <coughs> recognize, but a lot of people were singing along. But but it skewed like, it skewed classic rock, okay? We sure. gotta go to the Taco Tuesday. Now. I know, I wanna but, go. But like every fourth song was a Yellow Wolf song or Yellow Wolf for yes. the rest of us that aren't Cal. And I'm like, who the fuck? So it was like, it was like all off the trunk music album, like the first shit. Mm. And um, <laughs> yeah, no, I shouldn't say that. There was some off. There was some off some other albums, but I'm like, who the fuck? After like the third one, I'm doing the scan, right? Like, 
Who's bobbing their head? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm always, I'm like at one end of the bar and I'm looking like there's a fucking hockey meeting going. Lindsay Lentz was there. There's a hockey meeting going on. Like it's none of them. Kind of scan. It's like all these old people. I get to the last stool all the way over here. Guy in a white socks hat, a couple neck tattoos. I'm like, there's, there's <laughs> my guy. There's Yellow Wolf. There's my guy right there. He's every five songs sneaking <laughs> a little Yellow Wolf. I appreciate he, it. I do too. I, did, I dug it. He's off the booze now. Music sucks, probably. Not bad. No. No. He I, lo- but he lost his fucking guitar player and DJ in the process. I got a story playing off of your Taco Tuesday. Yes. All right. Uh, Penn State University students and community Uh-oh. members gathered at the site of a shuttered Taco Bell for a vigil morning, the loss of the fast food restaurant. The Taco Bell location on East College Ave in State College unexpectedly closed its doors permanently last week, leading Penn State student Prajesh Patel to organize the Sunday night vigil. Good name. Like, (laughs) no, good. I'm guessing they had to shut it down because there was a lot of uh, molestation. Uh, I was going to go with coronavirus chalupa. <laughs> the the vigil, which was advertised. Penn Station, that's what they're known for. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they had discontinued the Joe Pa chalupa. The chalupa. Less touchy, more washy of your hands. That's what I was just trying to. Let's, all right. Uh-huh. The, the vigil, which was advertised on Facebook, brought out dozens of attendees, including former employees, to pay their respects to the closed eatery. Taco Bell was our home away from home and added spice to our life. Patel, who attended the vigil in a taco costume, <laughs> told the Diablo sauce. <laughs> told the assembled crowd, "The nearest Taco Bell to the closed location is about two miles away." <laughs> <laughs> Those kids will be fine. <laughs> Those college students want their freaking tacos. And now tacos. it's it's a it's a world of uh they get the Girl delivery shit. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Wait, I was talking over you, but did they say why it was closed? Mm-mm. No. What the fuck? Like, I feel like it takes a lot to close down a fast food restaurant in a college town. Yeah. I'm Especially shocked when one closes around here. I'm like, fucking. Wouldn't <laughs> that be great? You end it with the uh, the nearest Taco Bell is two miles away, which just opened <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two weeks ago. <laughs> fuck, they got the fried chicken, Matt. <laughs> they got that new chalupa. The chicken There's not a Joe statue in front of him. Yeah, there's no, there's no Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, you want another one here? Yeah, let's do one more. One more. All right. So this is a kind of a advertisement for you guys out there who stop at any uh, convenience stores to get your lunch. Okay. Get a lottery ticket. A Michigan man bought a sandwich for lunch and decided to spend his change on a lottery ticket that earned him 500 grand. Damn. The Muskegon County man told Michigan lottery officials he stopped at the Speedway gas station in Muskegon to buy something for lunch. I went to get a sandwich and had a few extra bucks left, so I bought two instant tickets, the man said. I won 10 bucks on the first ticket and thought that was pretty great. When I scratched the second ticket, I couldn't believe my eyes. A scratcher? Yeah, yeah. scratchers are the big ones. Half mil on a scratcher? Or that, that's, a, that's what blows my mind. It's not, it's not the Powerball, it's the scratcher. And I never yeah. think there's two winners in a row. Yeah, crazy. The second there ticket. always two winners in a row. Really? Yeah. yeah. The only time I've ever won my life, too, is $10. And 80. <laughs> That's still good, though. Uh, the second ticket, a triple seven scratch-off game, 
earned him the 500000 jackpot. I called my girlfriend and asked her to come see me right away. She told me to scan the ticket in the store, and that is when I realized I wasn't dreaming. I jumped about 10 feet in the air on my way out the door. Since then, about every 10 minutes, I've thought to myself, did this really happen to me? The man said his immediate plans for the money include buying a new vehicle and a vintage speedboat. <coughs> Winning provides me with the opportunity to retire sooner and alleviates the unknown. So get your sandies. I feel like that's a, a real <coughs> a real trap. 500 grand. Why? What do you mean? That is not <coughs> enough. Like a, it's to not like, like enough to retire off of. But it is enough for you to feel like that. I think it's it's, a, it's enough for you to make a lot of poor decisions, I think. Oh man, I think it's enough for you to like be super not comfortable for the rest of your life, but put yourself in a really good position to be. 500? Yeah. Well, what we're getting Aren't they going to tax you? You're for, getting you're getting like, 275 like or something. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I think you could be almost debt free. Oh, probably you're probably right on that, but I don't think you would have the I don't know. Then look at what you're banking for the re- for until you retire. That's true, but I just feel like once you once you have that just given to you, you make a lot of foolish er- like a vintage speedboat is it's not all, a good purchase. Yeah, <laughs> that, is, yeah, that could be all of it right there. <laughs> he was like, That's "Oh, I true. didn't get the whole 500? And then he's got to get the trailer, and then he's got to get the fucking. There's tax on that to too. It, you got to go to the DMV, and then, yeah, that you got to be careful. You do that. It's going to lull you into a little bit of a false sense of security, I think. But you can have a lot of fun. You could. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about. Oh, there was a kid the other day, 22 years old, grocery bagger. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. And he had the goddamn, he like, millions. Powerball or something? He bought, eh. he bought the ticket at work. At work. Oh, yeah. that would be the ultimate F you. <laughs> That's awesome. You're a, no paper or plastic <laughs> all on my dick. Fuck <laughs> all yeah. <laughs> Unless they're nice to him, you know? You're just like, I don't know, Steve. I'll see you. Goodness. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right have well, you guys I, ever seen lottery ruin my life i've, I've definitely seen like some shows on that. tlc or something okay the only one i've ever seen was it was they just interviewed a neighbor in the uk and they go fucking guy won the lottery moved in next to me because <laughs> he, he had a racetrack he bought all these uh demo derby cars started fucking slamming them up next door at a whole damn track God damn he's like that was fine for the first three months he's like then they went through all them cars and he's driving his fucking benzes and shit and oh they're out there God. crashing them fucking shit up so this is and, what people do yeah he goes then, then if you don't earn it and then, he, and then he lost it on and then they moved out <laughs> yeah. oh my god they probably don't have a pot to piss in right right, right, right. hey are you harry potter fans i I won't say I'm not a fan. I'm just not informed. Like, I read I the first book and I watched the first movie. Liked them both, but I, that's as far as we went. But me and Kendra were just recently talking about getting into it. Yeah, you should with your kids. Yeah. It'd be good. I feel like there's, especially Maverick is just shading a little young yet for it. Yeah, I agree. You know? I do have a shower thought that's Harry Potter related. All right. We'll Ready? end it on a shower thought. All right. Everyone's like, I'm Gryffindor or I'm Slytherin. Maybe you're neither. Maybe you're a groundskeeper at Hogwarts with a butterbeer problem. (laughs) (laughs) Never read a word or saw a scene. Harry Potter version.
I saw the porn version, Harry Pooter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. Thanks for listening. Share with a friend. Week. Share with a friend. We'll see you next week. <laughs>